Kia ora koutou. Welcome to the Unpacking Your Indigenous Roots podcast. I'm Amy, your host and Indigenous coach. If you're an Indigenous woman on a journey of reconnecting to your roots, redefining your beliefs and really claiming your space, then this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll share with you real-life experiences and self-coaching strategies that will support you to navigate your world when it comes to things like identity, belonging, reconnection, and potential. So get comfy, grab your journal, and get ready to unpack your Indigenous roots. No my haramai, let's get into it. Tēnā koutou katoa, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking Your Indigenous Roots podcast with myself. Uh, I am here today just settling into this end of the year, to be honest. It is um, starting to feel very close to Christmas and we're about to take off on a wee holiday tomorrow um, with the whanau to Fiji. And we're so excited. The kids are so excited. I am so excited uh, because when I packed away our, our passports earlier today, I had a wee look when they were last used and 2018 was our last trip out of the country and it was the whole pre-COVID thing, right? Like since 2020, it's really been not even an option. And I remember thinking at one point, gosh, like when will the next time be that we travel overseas? Will we get that opportunity is there going to be places that we may not ever go again because of what's going on in the world with COVID? So I'm really excited that, um, you know, in parts of the world and in, in bits and pieces are going on that normality or some form of normality is back and we are able to travel again. And so with that um, comes just this appreciation, this gratitude that I have for the way in which I get to live my life. Because I remember working in my corporate job, um, and to be honest, in my corporate job, working part-time, I was earning more than I was earning in my business in the first year or two of business, really struggled in those first couple of years. But I remember in my corporate job wondering how the heck Will we ever get ahead? Like, How the heck are we ever going to have enough money to do the things that we really love? Even though it was stable income, it was good money. My husband was working a lot, like he was working big hours and, and making decent money. But it always used to feel like we just weren't making headway. We just, you know, we were paying the bills. We were getting the kids what they needed, but we weren't really increasing our opportunities or the fun stuff in our life or doing you know working less but doing more of the things that we love and what I've realized since this you know since doing five years in business and this whole big whirlwind of a journey is that it was never about how much money was coming into the bank account Yes, granted, I make a lot more money in the business now than I did in the beginning, but it was never about the amount of money that was coming into the account. It was the way in which we looked at money. It was our relationship with money and what that meant um, and how we saw money. Uh, if you've, and don't get me wrong, like there are so still so many things that I could do to work on my relationship with money. And uh, to unpack the belief systems or the, um, the values in which we have that lead to the way that we spend or save or um, associate with money. 
But know that there is so much value to be gained by working with someone um, to unpack what some of those money beliefs and money stories are that you have. Because we just got to a point where we started to think about things in a different way. We really started to hone in on actually what's important for us. What are our goals? What do we want to achieve each year? You know, is it about making lots of money or is it about one of us being able to be flexible and be home with the kids when we need to? Is it about us always working away from the home um, and our kids being shipped off to Nana and Pops whenever needed? Or is it about flexibility and is it about being able to go and do the things that we really want to do? So our whole relationship with money has changed over the last few years and it's been pretty, pretty awesome. And I have to put that down to this whole journey um, in business because it was a game changer in terms of like I don't think people talk about the realities of what it looks like when you are bootstrapping it in business in the first few years. Again by no means am I saying that we're raking it in in the business now but we're doing a lot better than we were in those early days. I remember in the early days of business, actually, let's go back a few steps. Let me tell you how I got to where I was anyway, because I have always been one of those people who kind of feels into my next decision. You know, something feels like a good idea. I'm going to go ahead and do it. And so I happened upon the wonderful Rise 2025 coach training that I did. And it was over three months and over that period of time, I had a transformation in terms of my mindset. Um, and uh, I remember a really vivid coaching call that I had with Rachel, the founder of Rise 2025. I was sitting in the car on the side of the road and she asked me this question. Um, I think I was talking about, you know, when I have this or when I have that or when we have enough money or when we can do this, then I'll start a business, then I'll leave my job. And she asked a really simple question, you know, what if you had everything you needed right now? What if you went ahead and did it now? What would that be like? And it kind of flipped my mindset into actually stop looking at all the things you don't have, have a look at the things you do have and start to make an action plan on what it is that you can do to uh, obtain or get or source what else it is that you need. And so I went away from that phone call all inspired and, and pushed into this creative thinking mindset. And within I think what would have been about two months from that point was when I handed in my resignation. Um, and initially I had talked to my boss about giving, I think it was about six months worth of notice and that got pulled back and that got pulled back. And I think I ended up giving about three months notice. Now in that time, in that three months, I didn't do anything to calculate how much money we would need. I didn't do anything to create a runway. Kind of just, you know, hoped on a wish and a dream that everything would fall into place. Some people might say trusted. I would say hoped. Uh, knew that I had some annual leaves up my sleeve. So there was a little bit of money there. Um, had some public holidays and stuff because I left over the Christmas period. So got paid all of that and I think in total I had about two months worth of runway um, from annual leave and from money that we'd saved up. That's not a lot of money to have in the bank account when you're going to drop your job and go full hundy into your business and so it put you know pressure onto my husband because he then needed to 
be um, he needed to make the money every week in order to pay the bills. Otherwise, who knows, you know, in some weeks I might not make money. The reality was, is that at that time he was still in an apprenticeship and he wasn't making loads of money either, but he was um, you know, making the majority of what we needed to get by, but I still needed to make some money to pay the bills. And so what that looked like in those first few years of business, or maybe first two years, I think it was, is needing to do the work that paid the money, not necessarily do the work that I was really passionate about. So I did some marketing stuff on the side. I made websites. I supported people with this strategy. I um, did workshops. I did a whole heap of little bits and pieces. And in amongst all that started to build up my coaching clients. But predominantly it was really about, okay, what's going to pay me the fastest, the most reliable income in this mode as I start, you know, as I build up my business. Let me be frank and honest with you. There were some days where I was um, transferring money from the kids' savings accounts, like I'm talking $20, $50, to pay our rent, right? To pay our power bill, to pay the phone bill, all of those little things. There were some days where we were having to put you know, having to call providers and say, hey, can we have an extension on the payment date because we don't quite have the money yet. Like it was a stressful period of time, not knowing that there was enough money in the bank account, not knowing if people were going to pay their invoices on time, not knowing if, um, you know, you were going to sign up another client who would be paying for next week's bills. So it was very much living week to week. And this is why, in hindsight, if I went to all of this again, one of the things that I would change is, you know, give myself a bit more of a buffer, give myself a bit more of a runway, whatever that might look like. It doesn't have to look like, you know, hanging in in your job for a bit longer so you've got more annual leave. It could look like, you know, talking to the bank about what kind of lending options there might be, or it might look like having a part-time job while you build up the business. Or it might look like um, a number of other things. Anywho, we do what we do and we get through it, right? Um, and it makes us the person that we are today. So we, yeah, we we juggled our way through those early years of my business. And part of that is what changed my mindset around actually we have what we need in this. Because all that way through, through the ups and the downs, through the zero dollars in the bank account to the, you know, money in the bank account, all the way through was that this realization that actually we always have what we need. We are creative. We are resourceful. We are whole. We make it work. We can juggle things around. We can, you know, move things from here to there and make it work. It's, it's just this idea that when you really believe in yourself and trust that you have what you need to do what you want to do, you start to take bigger risks or you start to, you know, take on bigger opportunities and seek out a little bit more of actually what you're really passionate about rather than doing the things that are sensible or that are responsible or that are logical. And so that's what happened for me. Over the next few years, I slowly started to do a little bit less of 
those things that were sensible and a little bit more of the things that were unknown or different. And if you go back over the last five years of my business journey, you'll see the shifts. You know, if you scrolled back through all of my posts on social media, you'll see the shifts and moves from the different, um, I guess, different niches or different ways in which I was working over the years. And now I'm in a really cool space where I get to do work that I truly love, that it pays me um, what I need, that it allows us opportunities to go away on holiday, it allows my husband to work four days a week, it allows us to, you know, me to be away for work some weeks and then other weeks me to be home coaching sports teams or going along to fun days at school and all of that sort of stuff, which is what is really important to me. That, um, that flexibility and that ability to be available, ability to choose, is what sits at the top of my priorities, I guess, at the top of my values list. And so one of the things that I really appreciate about, pre, uh, <laughs> one of the things I really appreciate about this whole journey is just that it's that way in which we've grown into um, really resourceful, really trusting people who take risks, who jump out of airplanes and say, hey, what could happen if we do this? Um, it's pretty cool to be in that space. But we don't forget where we came from, you know, like we don't forget that actually there were those challenging moments in those first few years and in years back as well, like starting out in a corporate life as students, Tyron and I never flattered. We left home and moved straight in together. So, um, you know, we were always paying bills uh, together, but also by ourselves. And so we, we went through those up and down challenges of not always having enough money or money to do the next big thing. And what we've learned is when you can get really clear on what it is that you want to do, what's important to you, like what's really important to you when you strip back the um, the idea of keeping up with the Joneses or the material wants and needs, like what are your non-negotiable values? What are the things that when you look back on your life at the end of your life, what are the things that you're going to be really proud of spending your time doing? And sometimes that is uh, money related, you know, sometimes it's travel or it is um, having your own home or it is living in a certain place. But other times it's actually foregoing the money and allowing yourself to be in a place or a space where you feel really good um, about your decisions and about the people that you're around and about the things that you get to do. Which kind of brings me full circle back to why we're so excited to be going away on a holiday. Because holidays are um, really important to us. We work hard during the year. Um, I particularly know this year I've been away from home so much more than any other year um, for work. And so for me to have two weeks out with the girls, with my husband, with my mum, my nephew who are all coming... But to have that time together, that uninterrupted family time where we are just going to kick back, eat good food together, I imagine do a lot of swimming and just be in the presence of one another. Like that's super important. That makes those decisions to go away for work or those decisions to work 
work unusual hours makes it all worth it um, because well you know we choose to create these opportunities these opportunities are way more important to us than working all year long and not seeing the other side of it I was having a chat with a friend this morning about their role their job and you know they they said to me hey look this has to be sustainable for my family as well as me like if it was just me in this in this little job then it would be fine and I would you know tinker on and get it done but the reality is is I have a family and I totally get that too right like if what you're doing is is not sustainable for your family if you're making sacrifices for this bigger picture but you aren't actually making any headway towards the bigger picture then what's the cost here really you know like are those sacrifices actually worth it or do you need to look at another way to go about it and we talked a bit about how this is an opportunity to actually take a step back look at how you're doing things right now what is the ideal like where do you want to be what do you want things to look like how do you want to be working and then start to put an action plan together on how do you achieve that because if we're not creating action plans or ways forward that take us towards what we really want the things that we're really that are really important to us our priorities then what is it that we're working towards like just think about that question for a little bit. What is it that you are working towards right now? Is it something that's important to you? Is it something that you care about? Are you doing jobs, working, running a business to make ends meet? Are you doing it to feed someone else's needs or someone else's dreams? Or are you doing it for yourself and your whānau? That's really important to think about that one. I also want you to just remember that everything that gets shared on social media is the highlights of someone's life, right? Potentially the lowlights. Some people share the lowlights as well. But even then, it's, it's purposely chosen to be shared. We don't share... 24-7 of all the ups and downs and all the goods and bads and all the uglies. That doesn't happen on social media. So if you find yourself in that mode of comparisonitis, in that mode of wondering how the heck am I where I am and thou where they are, just take a moment to think back to this. Like remember that we all come from different places. We all start in different places. We may not share all those stories, but some of us have been there too. And so chances are, if you're going through a tough time, if you're transferring money from the kids' savings account, if you are wondering whether you pay the phone bill or the power bill or the rent this week, if you are wondering, you know, how much to spend on Christmas presents because you want to keep up with the Jonas Joneses, don't. Don't worry about all of that stuff because there are people out there just like me, just like you, who are doing it tough or have done it tough too. And the great thing about that is that you can make it through as well. Um, there's always there's always a silver lining. There's always an upside to it if you choose to look at it that way. What is the learning opportunity in this? How can you transform your mindset or your thinking 
to be able to do things differently in the future or to be able to do more of something in the future or to stop doing something in the future. There's always those opportunities there if you're willing to look at things in a different light. Do you know what's really funny about this podcast episode is normally I come into recording and I have a bit of a plan of what I'm going to chat about, what I'm going to talk about. I've normally got it written down and I've got the got the description and everything ready to go. This episode is one of those ones where I've just gone completely off the cuff, um, did not know what I was going to talk about before I talked about it, but felt like this was something that um, needed to be said. So really trusting that if you are listening today, that it gave you some inspiration, it gave you some um, some things to ponder on, and perhaps, perhaps it might have been something that you needed to hear today. I'm always a real big truster in that, that actually we're always in the right time, we're always in the right place, we hear the right things, we see the right things, we do the right things to help us take the next step. So whatever that next step is for you, however it relates to your money story, to your money beliefs, to your money circumstances, um, yeah, wishing you all the best as you step forward and um, navigate what that looks like for you. Don't forget to tune in to more episodes of Unpacking Your Indigenous Roots and I will be back with you all again very soon.